Hi there, and welcome back to Faith for Finances. My name is Sam Piercy, and I am your host. Today, we are talking about the money and the mission, and I am joined by two very special people in our life. They have a life that is surrendered to full-time missions. They've traveled all around the world, but when they got started, they had what most people would call a nice, comfortable life with their family and their dream home, and God called them. And so we're gonna talk about what that looks like and how do you actually walk that out on a day-to-day -day basis. So welcome. I'd like to introduce you to my special guests, Marlon and Susan Craker. They have their own ministry. They are in full-time mission and a very, very special purpose to help people see the world and to walk out the love of God, not as the world sees it, but as God sees it. And so let me introduce you to Marlon and Susan Craker. And do you guys, why don't I just turn it over right over to you and tell us about your ministry and your missions to start yeah. with. And let's look at how we'll go backwards. Sure. Yeah, no, we're delighted to be here. Our, our ministry obviously has uh, been transforming. You know, mm -hmm. God takes us through different seasons and, and we're in a new one now. Excited yes. to be here. But uh, definitely has been a journey of faith and learning to trust God. Uh, you know, it actually started uh, way back when uh, probably we were single. I, I personally mm -hmm. felt I had a call to be a preacher or a policeman. I know yeah. those two sound very diverse, but they're very similar in many ways, dealing with people. And, and uh, God very specifically led us to uh, be, enter the, the career of being a police officer. But yeah. uh, it started, you know, before we met, and uh, God just brought us together. Uh, he's, you know, he so has a great plan for all of our lives and led me to the love of my wife. And uh, we have uh, enjoyed a great marriage. It's not been without uh, challenges and journeys, but it's been uh, amazing in terms of how God has led us together into where we are now. So, so, so Susan, did you know that it was a policeman or a preacher when you first met? Or was that afterwards? We, I did not know it when I first met him, yeah. but over our time of dating, um, it did come to a point in our relationship, whether we continue or not, because he did tell me that, Susan, you know that I'm called to be a policeman or a preacher. <laughs> and uh, he asked me if I was okay with that, and I said, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know. Because they are, I mean, they in are most people's lives, they would yeah. Be, yeah. seem polar opposite. Yeah. So let's talk about how you got started then. So you were a police officer, yeah, and you had a you had your family. So tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I, and then I, we'll I do think it's important to realize that uh, you know God is always preparing us for what He's called us to. Yes, and a lot of times those calls and dreams are placed on us when we're young. Mm -hmm. and we might not even see them as being God, but God and His plans for us is instilling ideas and thoughts and dreams into us to position and to prepare us for, you know, ultimately his destiny for us. Beautiful. Uh, when I w went to, uh, you know, I basically at 18, I surrendered my life to Jesus. I was raised in a Christian home. Susan was raised in a Christian home. Nice. Very, very thankful for that upbringing. 
But, uh, you know, went my own way, basically. Uh, and uh, at 18, I decided, you know, I'm going to live for Jesus and, and mm. realize that he actually talks to us and started to speak to me in different ways and direct my life. I ended up going to university. I was not academic in the least. My whole life was cars uh, up to that point. And uh, so God just shifted everything in my life. And I began praying for my wife and what she would uh, be like. And I felt, you know, when I met Susan, I, I had to actually chase her for three years before she said yes to a date. But on that date, nice. God spoke and we both knew we were to be together. And uh, fell madly in love. But during that time, I was going to uh, Christian University, Trinity Western in, in Langley, yeah. actually. God led me there because my dad worked there, and I got free tuition. What a blessing, because otherwise it wouldn't have happened, you know. It's beautiful. <laughs> so I yeah. uh, uh, went and was going to school, met her, you know, the whole process of, the, of finally saying yes to a date, and, you know, God's timing is perfect. But in that time, I felt that I was called to be a police officer over being a pre preacher and began to pursue the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police at that mm -hmm. time. Uh, and, uh, but when we got married, we made a, a covenant before God based on Deuteronomy, I think, 24 5, where God is telling the Israelites, don't let young men go into the military service for a full year, but let them stay at home pleasing their wives. Mm -hmm. And I was really committed to marriage and family. And I said, you know, before we got married, I said, let's make this commitment, this covenant, Mm -hmm. For God, that for the first year, we're just going to love on each other and get nice. to know each other and develop foundation for our marriage. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'd applied. It took me about four years to get accepted to the RCMP. It was a very a slow process yeah. then due to, uh, you know, the, the lack of need for, mem for members. But uh, I was going through the process. Got, we got married, finished university. She, Susan finished nursing. Mm -hmm. She was trained as a nurse. And we, were, and we were committed that first year just to having, you know, a good marriage, having sure. fun and developing relationships, not Love getting it. involved in yeah. things. Uh, but halfway through the our marriage, I got a call from the RCMP. Oops. And they said, Marlon Craker, yes, uh, congratulations, you've been accepted. Uh, and we want you in training three, four weeks down the road. And of course, you know, it's very military what they say you do. But yeah. God reminded me of that commitment. And uh, I said, I'm sorry, I can't go because I'm newly married. And uh, mm -hmm. so we, uh, I hung up the phone, they asked what her name was. I thought I just gave up a career. I said, God, have I given up this career that I feel you're calling me to? But the amazing thing was five months later, they called again and uh, they said, you know, yeah. Marla, we have a new date for you. They gave us a new date. It was within one day of our first year anniversary. So we knew God was leading us specifically into That's that. Beautiful. I went to Regina for training. She followed. We ended up being posted to Saskatchewan and uh, living our lives. And uh, had our th we had three children there, and yeah. God very much was in it, taught us a lot. We were able to be involved in getting a local church started and different things. So God was using us in ministry. Even, even though time. you're in that training. So, you know, yeah. when we're committed to the Lord, ministry is our life. And uh, the whole aspect of being called into a specific ministry is a whole other thing. But as a follower of Jesus and his disciples, you know, he wants us used. So. He, he put that on your heart. He put that on both of your heart. So when he got the call... Mm -hmm halfway through that one-year commitment mm -hmm. and he hung up the phone and said Lord have I just given up my career what about you how did you think about that um, well at that point I just left it to the Lord and we just carried on yeah mm -hmm. you know because I was doing what I wanted to do were you working nursing. you were working at something else then mm -hmm. I had a, a good job at a warehouse actually oh, at a warehouse. Okay. I think one of the things it did for Susan if I can speak from my side is that it really solidified um, my commitment to her. 
Nice. Yeah. And it yeah. really established a foundation, you know, of what God wanted to do uh, in our lives. Because, you know, as I, I believe that we operate, uh, we're yoked together by the Spirit of God. Yeah. And that yoke is perfectly formed, you know, biblical example of what Jesus said, you know, using the yoke analogy is the yoke is formed to the oxen. Yeah. So that the oxen can pull without getting sores. Because the minute you have a sore yeah. on that beast, it cannot pull. Yeah. And so we've operated our married life like that, that if God calls one of us, usually it's probably me, uh, I wait until she is coming into alignment. And that showed itself later as God called us into leaving that career. And so how many, so you had that foundation in your marriage mm -hmm. and you, you started off with policeman or preacher and now you're going down the, the pathway of policeman mm -hmm. and you've got your family and you have your home and you have a lifestyle based on that career. So what was the process then that went from policeman to full-time missions? Well, I, I would there? say, you know, when I got into the RCMP, the process in Saskatchewan from BC, we actually loved Saskatchewan. It was a great place to go. It was so, such a blessing in many ways. But we uh, always said family first. And I didn't like the aspect of being moved all over. Yeah, I saw okay. the effect it had on children, and then we said, I don't want that to happen to my kids. I'm going nice. to quit the mm -hmm. RCMP, or we're going to move. But the Lord, the Lord kept me uh, in that career for eight years, and then we uh, went to medicine at police service so we could, okay. be, you know, we could be stationary, build our dream home, which we did. God bless us with land. We built our dream home on an acreage, and I had a good career going. Yeah. And it was, we just felt this is where we're going to see our grandkids. They're going to come back to this place, and... But then God started to stir in us, and it wasn't that it was a call to ministry. It was actually a stir to more intimacy. Oh, with God. With God, and out okay. of that and desire. Mm -hmm. and when okay. we were, nice. Yeah, we know, were going together. We yep. were like fully it. committed mm -hmm. to, to the Lord at that time. It wasn't that we were backslidden. We yeah, just yeah. wanted more. Yeah. Wanted more of the Holy Spirit. Wanted, wanted more, and we started to you know, seek after God. Both that time, a ministry came to town called mm -hmm. Impact World Tour, Okay. which was a YWAM, Youth with the Mission Ministry, that was evangelistic. And they yeah. used entertainment as a means to reach the community. Our whole city was involved in it. Nice. And they held a, a series of four different crusade nights in the arena. Okay. And all the churches were involved. It was a big budgeted thing. And, and I was doing security. I was doing security oh, for it. Okay. And yeah. Impact World Tour used three modes of entertainment to reach people. Yeah. One was uh, called Island Breeze, which was cultural dance. The second was called GX International, which was break dancing, hip hop. And they oh, yeah. interspersed yeah. testimonies in the gospel, preached the gospel. Yeah. Nice. So that was a drawing card, drawing people in through the entertainment and then preaching the gospel. And your kids would come with you to these things? So were your kids involved at that point? Well, no, no they weren't involved at that point. And then, and then the third group was Team Extreme, which was a power team. Okay. They did feats of strength, you know, to, to preach the gospel. Yeah. And, and so the, the Team Extreme guys saw that I was obviously, you know, into fitness and weight training. And they said, you got to come with us. And during that time, they gave a call to India okay. for a short-term ministry. Because yeah. Medicine Hat, the city, was going to host their ministry over to India. Yeah. And we were at an all-church event. And our kids were sitting somewhere in the It was a pre-event at the arena. So our kids were sitting in one area. We're in another area. And their leader gave this call. And we all felt the call. Yeah, and my, we got home that night, and we were all excited about about let's go to India. 
Now, at the time we were building a house, we had no money yeah. that was available. Every dollar went to the house, to building. We didn't have a yeah. cushion account. We didn't have any of those Yeah, none of that things. stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, so we uh, went about for the next six, eight months, I don't know what the exact period of time was, you know, raising funds for us to go. We needed $14,000 Canadian. And God in this time was teaching us to trust him. Right, okay. Preparing us for the call that he, he would bring to uh, ahead of us having to make that decision at some point down the road. So we uh, went about, we needed $14,000 yeah. and we were doing, you know, whatever sales or fundraising people were donating. And we needed so did you, you were with the organization, I want to get into the minutia, if that's okay. We don't need to talk about like, like the personal stuff, but the minutia of you need $14,000. And of course, Susan, you had just said that you had prayed that you wanted to be able to take your family mm -hmm. somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden your whole family is like, okay, we're going to go. You're raising money. You're with an organization, so you had sales, you were like... We were going bakes. with a group. Yeah, okay. So yeah. the group was doing stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. But okay. We, we did need this money. It's a very yeah. critical part of the story yeah. because yeah, God this was great. using this to build our faith. So we needed yeah. uh, we needed about, I think it was $8,700 for the plane tickets by October 10th. Whatever, whatever okay, yeah. And so we were raising and, and uh, uh, just... Before we had about fifty something hundred dollars, and the mission office gave us a call and said someone else gave you five hundred and fifty dollars. We said, "Great, we only need seven hundred and thirty dollars more." At the time, I was doing a job renovating a fourplex that one of my coworkers came to me and said, "Hey, I've got this fourplex. If you renovate it with my husband, you should make enough money to pay for India." But we never got it done, so we were raising oh. money, and and I'm going to work on that fourplex that day. I need. I need this money today. And so I go there and I go to the post office and say, God, I know, you know, I'm, I'm learning faith. God, you're going to provide. Yeah. So I go to nice. the post office. I open the box. It's empty. And wow. I say, oh, now I got to go. Lord, we discussed with our kids that we wouldn't go in debt over ministry. Yeah. Okay. That we would trust him that we would not go in debt over ministry. Now I got to go write this on my credit card and put this on my credit card. Yeah. So I go to the mission office. I write a check for $730. Mm -hmm. go home after you know coming to the house uh and my oldest daughter uh runs up to me she's about 12 13 at the time she says dad did you hear the news we didn't have cell phones at that time and i said yes someone gave us 550 dollars i didn't want to tell them that i had to put this on my credit card because yeah, we okay. really integrated our kids into the faith walk yeah very okay. very crucial to their development and mm -hmm. to our, our walk as a family yes and uh, she says, no, Dad. She says, we got a call from the mission office, and they said to us that they're very sorry, but they overcharged the Crakers for their two youngest children for their plane tickets by $730. Yes. And so, <laughs> man, our faith shot through the roof. Sure, and yeah. we were able to raise all the money we needed, in fact, more so to give to, give to uh, you know, other people. And we went to India. It was life transforming. We... Uh, we came back wrecked, I say. We saw, mm. at one point, just for example, we saw like 28 deaf girls in a deaf school healed of deafness. Oh, that's this, we, time, this trip, yeah. Yeah, we cast oh. demons out of people in church services and saw healing. My little children it, saw people healed. It was like like amazing time. Yeah. So we came back and obviously we wrecked and, and uh, went on with work. So, uh, but God put in our hearts for that. That mission bug was there now. It yeah. was fully engaged. Yeah. And so I said to Susan, let's take a 10-month leave of absence. And if God grants us a 10-month leave of absence, then we know that he's calling us. We'll do it. Well, sure enough, they gave it to us. We had no money to go on this trip. But that fourplex that I started renovating, we finished and sold it, and we made $36,000. There you go. Which uh, yeah. paid 
half of probably what we actually needed on that trip. Yeah. And uh, so we went from there and ended up going to a YWAM school. We got to go to Kona, Hawaii, a beautiful place to start your mission ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, took their school, and then and then we were supposed to go to New Zealand, yeah, and team up with Team Extreme to evangelize mm-hmm. New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the way YWAM works: is you do three months of a school, and yeah. then two or three months of a mission. Yes, yes. And we were kind of thinking this will take care of the mission bug. I'll do this. We'll go back. I'll finish my career, and everything will be good. Yeah. Because God, God's grace is like that. He doesn't give us more than we can handle. Yeah. Uh, in in that sense. And it gives us the grace to say yes or no to it. Yeah. And so we came back and, uh, well, we went and uh, what happened, we, went, we, we all of a sudden were told that uh, the, the trip to New Zealand has been postponed for two months. And so that really rocked us. Yeah. Because now we had two months and we had $4,000 yeah. cash left after paying for tickets and for the school of yeah. that money. The dollar was at 65 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Canadian to the U.S. Yes, so yeah. mm-hmm. everything was super More expensive. expensive. Yeah. yeah, and we got we have eight to ten months of ministry and four thousand dollars in the bank, and God was just teaching us to have faith and to trust. Sure, uh, yeah, you know, and at that time, then uh, people start saying, you know, uh, because our class was going to uh, Hong Kong and and then into China and the Philippines, yeah. and we weren't going to do that. We were going to go directly to New Zealand. Now mm-hmm. we had two months, exactly the timing that we had you know, for that, that trip there. And mm-hmm. uh, we had to raise 14,000 Canadian, which was 20,000. another 14,000. Which we yeah. didn't have. And mm-hmm. so we learned some valuable lessons about faith, um, you know. Yeah. And provision. And provision. Yeah. So um, let's talk about, so you had a, a group, and then there was some group fundraising activities, some group ideas. What kind of things did you do? So you had the, the God provided through the, the sale of the that, Fourplex, you did some group activities and some fundraising. Mm-hmm. What kind of? I, I want to talk about some of these because people go, well, I don't know what to do, and I don't want to ask people for money, and I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do that, and too many decisions get made based on the money that they can see, yeah, or the time that they think they have. So, what kind of things and how? What? Well, I, you know, personally, that. in that walk and the walk that God's put us on, it's. Uh, there certainly are those aspects of raising the funding. We did things like, you know, uh, hamburger sales. And oh. a lot of it was, was God bringing money in through people. Yeah, okay. You just, you, so you would have stepped out. You've, you've got a purpose. You've got your family. The, the call on your, on your heart, the circumstances with now people coming into and having all of these great events and then taking it one step and then the next step and the next step. And then you would have had to share. With, well, we definitely with the people that are around you sure. share with we your family, share with your church, share with yeah. Presented yeah. the vision, what we felt God was calling us to do, and mm-hmm. people responded. Mm-hmm. And we did our own efforts and you know different things that we did, but largely it was uh, you know God teaching us to trust Him, mm-hmm. and that He that He was able. So you know, in that trip to. Uh, Hong Kong and China, 14,000, you know, 20,000 people. We really had to just rely on God for that. Yeah. And uh, um, so we, we were in this process of believing, and God was showing us by bringing in funding through various means for that. There was actually no way we could have done anything apart from him and his hand in it. Now, so, one of the things that I find, and I'm sure you find it, because you guys definitely live 
by faith and you give all the credit to God and you know that he's the provider even though finances tend to come through people at, on some line a big part of what the money-minding community is all about is just that is community so that you can have the encouragement you can have the support you can have that creative ideas but I have had plenty of experience and I'm sure you've met lots of people that they are more expecting it to come from people expecting it to come from a job expecting it to come from an employer expecting the finances to come from somebody else or from some other place that they can see before they go off to pursue God's call can you comment on maybe how was that a process for you or do you think that that somehow that came as you sought God. I mean, the, the scripture is really clear. You seek God and all these things will be added unto you. But, but can you comment on that? Well, I, th I think what for us, and it's still a continuing journey that God is showing us, is that um, that we have to believe his word. Yeah. We yeah. have to believe his word. Yeah. And we have been growing in that. It's still in that stage of growing and yeah. trusting God for the supernatural and uh, learning that uh, it's not always in our time frame, mm -hmm. but it totally is about him. And being open to do what he calls us to do. I think mm -hmm. that, you know, in the kingdom, God raises and provides. In, he's not limited in how he does it. I look at, you know, Ephesians yeah. 3.20, our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could hope or imagine. How? According to the power that's within you. Within us, yeah. So, so. There, is a, there is a declaring and a decreeing and believing in faith what the Word says. And then stepping up and doing it, right? It, because it's not going it, it's not enough for us to just go, oh God, please, like you were yeah. saying, like, oh Lord, how are we ever going to take our, our kids on a holiday? But then you had to have gone to some of these events. Like, you have to actually get in motion. You have to open your mouth and speak something and share the vision and share the passion. Um, what about, just in the sort of the last couple minutes, what about the process of actually selling your home and leaving your place of your comfortable paycheck? Because, you right. know, so many people get conditioned to every couple of weeks there's a amount of money in the bank. Yeah. And so what was that yeah. like? Well, uh, you know, we, we saw God supernaturally provide that 14000 Yeah. Mm -hmm. U.S. to go to Hong Kong, China. We came back while we, you know, just every, all the little things God was building us up for that point to come and say, we'll lay down everything and give it to you. Uh, you know, we, we actually gave away our vehicle prior to going on that trip. Mm -hmm. Felt God was calling us to give it away and we're in this faith mode and we gave it our van away. Yeah. It wasn't a, you know, it was, to us it was worth a lot. To, it wasn't a super valuable piece of vehicle. But it was your time. transportation. And, uh, you know, little things. So, you mm. know, the whole biblical principle of sowing and reaping. Yeah. Uh, we sowed it into a family that needed a vehicle. And yeah. uh, we ended our trip and came back and said, we don't have a vehicle. I'm going to have to pay taxes on $36,000, which I didn't because that was my income. And sure. And we yeah. hadn't made that much, but we thought we were. Yeah. And I simply, we put an email out and said, hey, please pray that God would give us wisdom and how we're going to take care of things when we get back. Because we yeah. really didn't know how, what we were going to do. Uh, and I received an email uh, that um, from one of the people on our, our YWAM uh, yeah. missions training said, we've got your answer. We've got a vehicle. We're going to the Philippines. They had the same call. They were yeah. giving everything, and we want to give you our vehicle. They gave us a vehicle worth four times what we gave. 
yeah. beautiful mm. suburban at the time. It was like the details that God will meet when you allow them to are incredible. So then we came yeah. back and, and then I started the process. Okay, now I'm done. I'm going to go back to my career and I'm going to, you know, I was advancing and it was going great and I, I enjoyed it. It's not yeah. that I wanted out of it, uh, but God's pulling So you, our you went lives. back into the police? Oh, yes, okay. for 14 yeah. months. Okay. And yeah. so, you know, we're in this process and that whole concept we talked about earlier of God leading us as a couple. There are times I think that one of us makes a stand and we, we have to come into agreement on it. But yeah. I mm -hmm. was battling because I couldn't shake the call. And we had our dream home and we are, you know, we were mm -hmm. set. And, and, and obviously for a wife, it's a different journey than for a man. Mm -hmm. And Susan, maybe you just want to say some of the things you were experiencing at that time. I think for me, I was experiencing excitement, but okay. kind of a, not a trepidation, but just a wonderment of what, what is going to happen if we did this. Yeah, what if. And yeah. God was so faithful in confirming to me that God would take that he would take care of every detail everything from you know going from having um our amazing insurance mm -hmm. um covering that we had for dental and medical mm -hmm. whatever um and he showed it to me in his word and according to a book that not according but in a book i read yeah that he would even meet your dental needs wow and that was kind of the clincher for me to say okay god you've got this and i'm gonna I'm going to do it. Yeah. Wow. We had this dialogue for about 14 months. How is God going to do this? Yeah. God's going to do it. God's going to do and, it. Yeah, and without without knowing. Yeah. So we're going to continue this conversation because, of course, there's always overflow and it's definitely a process. So our faith for finances journey with going from the regular flow of money, all those creature comforts into full-time missions is what we've been talking about with my guests Marlon and Susan Craker who have stepped into full-time missions and been all around the world now. You can find out more about them and contribute to their ministry at faithforfinances.com and uh, make sure that you also get the downloads of this is a process and it's going to be different for everybody and we want to invite you into this community because you had a community that that was praying and that that was alongside and we all we want to take that journey and uh, just tap into that and one step and the next step knowing that god is going to meet us because god's needs us and so god bless uh, we look forward to sharing you uh, sharing with you a lot more again next week